We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN, featuring no other pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright, and Soccer Talks with Ali Trost Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Currently, talking all things Kansas City Current, NWSL, with Daniel Kuzer here, uh, with Chris Wright as well. Hey, man. What's up? I mean, the elephant in the room, uh, Kansas City won the Super Bowl. They won the right? Super Bowl. Uh, what do I, uh, why don't we just have a closet door open, just uh, showing my closet off? Hold on one sec. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's uh that's live TV, folks. I'm live sure Marissa's TV. not trying to get into the closet for something we can't see her. Let's just yeah, let's just show off my vacuum in case you were wondering. I think it's a <laughs> nice little upright shark vacuum. Good stuff. Uh yeah, Super Bowl, dude. Wow. It's uh what do we think? What was that a good one? Have a good time? Uh eat too much food? Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan, so it's kind of a neutral game for me. I just wanted a good game, but not neutral. As a Cowboys fan, you're supposed to hate the Eagles. Oh, yes, I yeah, that's yeah. not neutral. No, 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 no. I I don't want the Eagles to win it all. I want them to not be successful in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, let me clarify that. But as an added, you know, element, obviously, I want Kansas City to win. I want our city to be happy. I want Patrick Mahomes to chase tom brady you know is the one of the best football players to ever live um he's working his way up there and weird times my guy weird times yeah uh another ring for a uh kansas city current royals sporting owner it's crazy man it's weird it's just weird i i don't uh i gotta tell you at no part at no no point in this super bowl was i ever worried I, I, there were times where I was like, mm, not good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, ah, that's not good. But I always kind of felt it's going to come through. Things are going to happen. You know what I mean? Second half team, dude, like we've had comebacks before. We're down by 10 at the half and everyone's like writing us off because the Eagles just had a first half. Guess what? 
There's nothing more irrelevant than a halftime score. So everyone's freaking pumped up about how well they played in the first half. Just relax and talk about the end of the game. You sorry excuse for an analyst. <laughs> I'm just saying. And even even Kelsey at the end was like, everyone tried to count us out, put some respect on our name. We weren't picked like any week throughout these playoffs. Uh, welcome to currently a Chiefs podcast because I'm just like, it's it's fresh, right? It's fresh on the mind. It, you know, if there's one day we could talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, today is the one, right? It's it. There's a parade going on as we speak. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mahomes, I'm happy for him, his family, everybody in Kansas City. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm envious. I'm jealous. I'm a Cowboys fan. But, uh, you know, congratulations to all the Chiefs fans out there. Why, you know, you're allowed to just be a, you're allowed to be a fan of two teams, especially two in complete different conferences. You don't have to say, I'm just a Cowboys fan, but you can have multiple teams. <laughs> you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. I, I don't like to be a, like a, a fan that just like, for example, when the Royals won the, the World Series, I didn't get like much gratification out of it because I don't I didn't go to games. I wasn't a supporting the team when they were struggling. You know, I didn't want to claim credit um, as a fan for when they won. So, uh, I okay. Well, I don't. I don't Chicago. I I was all Royals, Chiefs, whatever. But I still supported the Chicago teams because the Chicago teams weren't even in the same like division or conference or whatever as the Kansas City teams, except for the White Sox, of course. But no one likes the White Sox even in Chicago. But like trying to follow the Cubs and stuff, they barely played the Royals. So. You can do that, but believe in yourself. You can do it. <laughs> but I, I, I'm thrilled Kansas City won, man. It, it's just it, it's so much energy around the city. You know, I live in Lawrence, and fireworks are going off, man. People are honking their horns, and I, as I'm watching the game in my house, you know, everybody, everybody cares. Every everybody's excited, and I love it. It just brings more energy to you know the community when the current inevitably go to another championship. Right. Even at the, you know, the USWNT training camp, you know, they did a little video segment talking about, uh, you know, who are you picking for the, the Super Bowl game? And I got to be honest, and I'm not even mad at him, but a lot of the ladies said, uh, I'm picking Rihanna because that's what I'm most excited to see. <laughs> Except our gal AD French was like, uh, should probably support uh, a co-owner of my team. So go Chiefs. <laughs> Even Alex Morgan picked uh, the Chiefs. Did she? Um, yeah, because uh, Mahomes is a co-owner. So um, good for and Shea Groom from uh, the Houston Dash uh, showed up to training camp with a, a Mahomes like hair hat thing. So she's supporting Kansas City. So um, it's kind of nice little, to see little hat hair. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's called, but oh. no, those are great. Uh, that's that's fantastic. Man, we have reached the days though, where if you if you go buy like a Mahomes jersey or a Mahomes hoodie now or something like that, you might very well be a bandwagoner. Like, I mean, it's, it's like the thing to do, right? Like, oh, everyone's got it, and it's like I I'm all about being unique and individualism and so and stuff. But uh, if you go buy Mahomes or Kelsey stuff, it's like you're one you're one in a million, pal. Or you're just one of the crowd, you know. Uh, just how it feels. I don't know. It's weird. I, I was doing my shopping, right? I was like, I got to get my, got to get my gear. Got to go spend a couple hundred dollars on stuff. Cause that's what we do when Super Bowl season rolls around. And 
I was passing on all the stuff that, w- that had their names on it. I was like, I, I don't deserve to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> I Am I getting touchdowns and or throwing them? No, I it's not me. It's not my name. Uh, I don't know. I'm just jealous you even get to have that option. The Cowboys have not been to an NFC championship game in 27 years. You can have that option. Oh. We will allow it. You live like 40 minutes away from Kansas City. It's okay. Yeah. We'll take you. I, I appreciate that. I feel welcome. I feel welcome. As a Cowboys fan, I can't imagine you would do the same for us. <laughs> <laughs> even Dak Prescott was like, uh, go Chiefs, because, you know, Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Well, that's our seven-minute power minute on, uh, on on Chiefs. So we'll never mention it again, probably. Probably not. What do I, we said we'd talk about that NWSL schedule. Is that what we need to do today? I think we need so, to man. break some shit down since they decided to integrate the Challenge Cup into it. It's going to be weird, man. That Challenge Cup, I expect to come before the season every year. And now they're like, nah, we're going to weave it. We're going to figurate it in there. So it's kind of exciting. Yeah. Uh, it kind of feels like if we had it at the beginning of the season, you know, we'd be getting a lot closer to some soccer right now. Um, yeah. No doubt. Uh, season starts March 25th, man. Uh, not exactly a long ways away. Uh, a month and a month and some change. So, but you had to start it off. North Carolina Courage, Dabinia going back there to to uh, spank her old team, huh? Yeah. You know what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about these games and just give a little bit of kind of what we expect in in them. And it's early, right? Players are training. We don't know what the final roster is gonna look like, but. Um, I I certainly expect Kansas City to beat North Carolina. They lost Dabinia, obviously. Uh, they lost uh, Ordonez to Houston, who was a huge piece. They had, a, they had a decent draft, but there's just no way they can make up for those losses. Well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, I went through and I, I tried to match up sporting schedule, Casey Current schedule, just to see if there was any kind of overlap there as far as... Uh, I like to travel to a game or two each year. It's just fun. It's a fun way to get into a new city, see a new stadium, see some soccer as well. And I can confidently say there is no overlap. It's not like I can go to Chicago and watch SKC play the fire and maybe stay there for a week and end my trip seeing us play, seeing current play the Red Stars. You know, it's not, it's not a thing. There's no overlap. So I tried. I did some analytics. Can't do it. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I wanted to do it. I didn't get a chance, so I'm glad you you got there. That's that's kind of a bummer, though, man, because we talked about, you know, we've talked off air about going to games and hopefully catching a a Saturday, Sunday, right, if we can or or something, but. Yep, just not possible. Uh, You know, fans don't matter when it comes to scheduling. It's it's no one's one's fault but the league, probably. So what are you going to do? The leagues, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Well, dude, our, our home opener, I, I thought it was a joke because not only are we playing the defending champions, but it's on April 1st. So I was like, you playing jokes? What is this? It's April, April Fool's playing the defending champs. I don't like it. It feels like some tomfoolery can happen. But uh, if, if you don't smell revenge in the air, I think you're, you're, you're not living. <laughs> right? If you're not smelling that, if you're not mad from the taste they left in our mouth when we were live... You, me, and my wife in D.C. watching this game. Revenge is a dish best served cold, my friend. 
I, you know, just taking a look at this whole schedule, that's probably the game I'm looking forward to the most, right? The whole schedule? The oh, whole... Dude, it comes too early. April 1st, I mean, we don't even know who we are. What's our identity? I, I, I don't know, but I want that revenge. I We've had a, a phenomenal offseason. We, you know, everybody's talked about the players that, that we've gotten, and, you know, and the draft picks. I want to test it. I want to, you know, we're excited about it. I want to see them play the best, which is Portland. So... That's what I'm excited about. It's a, it's going to be a good benchmark right off the get-go as to where we stand against top teams. And last year, our first regular season game was against Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lost, like, I think 3-0 or something like that. Not fun. Not fun. So, And we've struggled against Portland in the past. They're just a really good team. For whatever reason, we haven't had much success. So, I mean, this is not just a championship rematch, but this is a, you know... You know, we leveled up. This team leveled up, and here we go. And and I want to see kind of where we stand. Even if this wasn't a championship rematch, even if it was just a regular game against Portland, uh, it would still be like, ah, god dang, it's Portland. Like, yeah. that's the bar. The bar is Portland and has been for a while. So yep. you could throw O.L. Reign into that conversation as well. Like, they have very consistently been the top, and... You want to be there with them or above them. So, test right away, dude. Pretty excited. And they've they didn't lose anybody really, right? They really didn't lose anybody, and they got uh, uh, Renya Reyes, the the draft pick. Uh, I think like the third or fourth overall draft pick, uh, an outside back. So she's gonna. I don't know if she's gonna start right off the bat, but that's just another added piece and weapon uh, that Portland got. So. It's going to be a tough game. I don't want I don't want to have a prediction there, but it's going to be a really good game. Nah, man, we don't we don't make predictions in the first month of the league. That just sounds crazy. Uh dude, then you got to go to Chicago on tax day. All right? It's going to be uh fun to see Chicago and what they are uh from having a lot of big players leave them or or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what to expect from them really. Uh, never really have. That team doesn't get much respect because they don't really play in Chicago proper. Um, it's just they play in Bri- they play in Bridgeview, and it's a very, very weird place to get to. It's tough if you live in Chicago to get to Bridgeview. You know they have they've previously they've had like a defensive style. They're not going to go out and score a bunch of goals on you, even though they did against us that one game where Mallory Pugh just went off. But not even her name right now. You blew it. Sorry. Sorry. Not her name. Mallory Swanson. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, call me out there. Uh, you know, I don't see what they really have that would give us a lot of trouble, to be honest, except for her um, right off the bat. Um, but, you know, maybe some unknowns will step up. Addie McCain is now with Chicago, so she might get some playing time. So that may, might be something to kind of take a look at and, True. Hopefully you could see your play again. True. I forgot McCain went there. Yeah, yeah. Uh ought to have a little stopwatch and set our set our uh uh timer on each game, you know what I mean? Just to make sure we, we get to everything. But after those first three, buddy, we uh I think you should be tuned up, ready for the first Challenge Cup game. You've had three games to kind of get loose, feel your competition out, and then you get to go play in Houston where fans don't really come. Okay. <laughs> it's uh it's it, it's 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 a it takes a village down there to get people in that stadium it seems men or women 
<laughs> yeah. You know, I think they're going to want revenge, right? You know, Houston we not want that revenge. Yeah. Even though it's not a regular season game, this is the first time we're going to see them since the playoffs. So they're going to want that revenge. And as we just mentioned, they have uh, Ordonez, who is a phenomenal player. So they've they've got a few pieces. Um, yeah. Some additional pieces there. So it should be tough. It'll be fun jumping into that Challenge Cup so early uh, in the season, of course. You don't have to really wait for a few months to get into that. So uh, coming back home against Orlando, uh, not great last year. Orlando was not good. So I don't know if they've made any – have you heard of any good additions they've had or are they just going to say, eh, we'll just keep doing the same old thing? <laughs> oh, well, they re-signed Marta. So, yeah. you know, Brazilian midfielder who's a legend – um, but she's coming off of an injury. They did draft Emily Madrill, um, who's, you know, one of the best center backs in all, all of college. Uh, it's just, oh, I, they did get another Brazilian forward, I think, um, who's coming in. There's just too many unknowns. I don't think they, I think they're kind of in a rebuilding year, to be honest. So I don't expect them to kind of come out and make a splash this year, um, so I don't think Kansas City should have a ton of trouble if they play up to their potential. Yeah, shouldn't, uh, especially with the home game. And I just I expect our home games to continue to have more people coming. I assume more fans are getting interested. Hey, oh, you keep, hey, buddy, you keep talking about this Casey Curran. What is that? I've had people ask me. Uh, just I was just at a Super Bowl party Sunday night, and they were talking about SKC or whatever because they knew we were soccer people. I said, hey, man, really into Casey Curran as well. He goes, what's that? And I was like, it's the women's professional team. Uh, they're very new, building a new stadium and everything, new complex. It's uh, They're great. You know, you should come with us sometime. So I'm rallying the troops, man. I'm getting people out there doing the Lord's work. <laughs> well, I'm on the payroll. Mark it. I mean, I've seen it online where people are like, we need to make it make it to a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people want to come, uh, come and visit. And, For and sure. Catch a game, especially in the new stadium. You know, I think- yep. That year is when we're going to see a lot of people making that extra effort to come and travel. Yes. You know, side note, it's just a fun experience. I mean, DJ Donna spinning the hits from the 80s, 90s and today. And, uh, you know, the halftime festivities are always kind of fun. The video board activities are kind of fun. Uh, It's just a good time. Man, I can't wait to get back out there. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. 
Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. After Orlando, we stay at home, though. Just eight days later, we got uh, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC, which is a mouthful, so we'll just say Gotham. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued by what they did, man. Like, yeah. they've they've done a lot, you know. Um, they got Kelly O'Hara, uh, Lynn Williams. Um, they've made just, they've made a lot of off-season additions. Kristen uh, Edmonds, right? Edmonds, uh, yeah. Uh, Victoria Pickett is over there as well. Wow. Um, so that's another season to kind of be with that team. You know, I don't know what to make of them, but I feel like they're trending in the right direction. So they were last uh, yeah. last year, uh, last place. So I, I don't know. I'm just interested interested to see what they turn into, to be honest. Yeah, because if they, if they thought, you know, Lynn Williams was a good enough uh, trade to give us that, that draft pick to acquire uh, Michelle Cooper, then it's like... May, We'll see how that turns out for them. You know what I mean? Hopefully, uh, well, not hopefully if they play us. Hopefully they're not great. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I'm going to go on a limb and say our next game, May 7th, is our first huge test at BMO Stadium in L.A., Angel City FC. That's a big one. I mean, Portland, yes, you can say revenge, but it's hard to read into those early games. Now we're hitting May. We should know what kind of teams these are in this league. We should know what kind of form they're in. That Angel City game, not only that, dude, you better just tack it back-to-back. San Diego comes to town a week later. Two pretty solid teams with solid ownerships and solid talent on that squad. You bring up a good point. We don't know what kind of form we're going to be in. We don't even know what our formation is going to look like. You don't know what Matt Potter is going to do and how he's going to use you know, the midfield that we acquired. 15, you know? yeah. Can you put 15 people in a midfield? No, I only mean, 11. <laughs> 10 in French. Uh, you know, so I don't, like you said, this is going to be a good test because early, you know, the second game, Portland, you know, we don't know what we're going to see, right? We just, it's way too early to tell. By this time, I think we're going to have a better idea of who we are, what we are, what formation, um, and what kind of form we're going to be in. Um, two back-to-back Southern California teams. Uh, I think they're going to be huge tests. Angel City, um, you know, uh, Press is going to be back. Sydney LaRue is going to be back, um, hopefully. Well, yeah, they'll be back by the time we play them. Um, they're coming off injuries. So they're going to be a big test. And, and they barely missed out on the playoffs. Uh, barely missed out. So, you know, I think they're a playoff caliber team. And they're getting some of their pieces back. Um, San Diego, you know, uh, kind of the same thing. Their roster is fairly similar um, as what it was last year, but they're always a tough team. You know, they were they were top three the entire uh, season last year. So those are gonna be two big tests. They are. Um, now you got to think these are these games are during the week, man. 
they're not really like a lot of these are during the week. So those two games are on a Tuesday for God's sakes. Um, this this interests me a lot. Is that our we have a home game Tuesday the fourteenth at five p.m. Oh, we're in May. I'm dumb. I'm in March. Hold on. Everybody shut up. Was, Everybody I'm, shut up. I'm reading this in like Sunday, Sunday, Saturday. Everybody shut up. Everybody shut your mouth. I <laughs> we don't have weekday games, sir. Uh, uh, listen, I don't know how to navigate MacBook too well, so I pulled up my calendar. I was in March instead of May. It's a whole thing. Let's just let's move past it. We're getting old. <laughs> when you start, when you get over 35, you know, now you got to get kids to show you how to work things. Technology it's- is challenging. <laughs> So stupid. I'm turning red. Turn off the ring light. Turn off the ring light. It's it's giving me color. Uh, <laughs> shit. So May 17th and May 20th. Hey, you want to have a uh, home and home with Racing Louisville for some reason? That is wild. As we go to Lynn Family Stadium in Kentucky and then Children's Mercy Park and KCK right after. That, that's very odd. I'm glad you caught that. I didn't. Um... I mean, well, it's a challenge cup. One is and one's regular season. But the good thing... For the teams, both of them, because they're both traveling at this point to each other's uh, stadiums, the preparation shouldn't be that much different because you're still planning for the same team. Maybe yeah. slightly different rosters um, for the Challenge Cup if they want to get some some exposure to some younger players. Or that's a stretch. Coaches. That's a stretch right there, by the way. From May 14th to May 20th, that's a seven-day stretch, three games. Three games in seven days. You're talking like, you're talking you're a college basketball player right now. You're talking you're going Saturday, Monday, Saturday. You know, it's uh, it's tough, but it is what it is. It happens. Soccer, it's not as easy as basketball players. This this is where your depth uh, is very important. And this we've been is, building it. This is where, you know, hopefully, I, I don't know her timetable, but like Desiree Scott, right? Like, you know, having her back at this point will be helpful. Um, you know, this is why we have all those midfielders, right? And so we can kind of use them interchangeably. And these types of uh, stretches, three games in seven days. Yeah. Uh, you know, Racing Louisville has always been kind of a bit of a challenging club. Uh, really great fan base. So I've always enjoyed watching games uh, played at their place. You know, people really, really show up and get excited. It's it, nice. They made a lot of international signings. They, they've done a lot. Um, I, we'll see. It, it, it's a big unknown, right? Yeah. It, it could pay off. Uh, completely, or they could have a, a year like they did last year and just kind of float at the bottom third of of uh, of yeah. games. No, exactly. Uh, you know, right after that, after those two games, uh, you got you're coming back home for a little two game stretch. Houston Dash and NC Courage are back in uh, regular season play. Kind of hitting the meat and the potatoes of things. You know what I mean? We will be uh, getting into. Women's World Cup, uh, you know, probably some, I don't know, don't they do like some warm-up games or something before that? They'll probably, yeah, they'll probably have some some just national games uh, leading up. But the World Cup is July 20th through August 20th. Yeah, it, so, and we, they don't, they don't pause this schedule for that. Well, they, uh, they do the, I'm sorry, the regular season, I believe. They, oh, yeah, you're right. Regular season comes back on August 18th, but you do have three Challenge Cup games uh, yeah. between July 22nd and August 4th. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Keep in mind, this whole period of time will be without French and um, Dabinia and uh, De- Desiree Scott and, you know, maybe Mace. 
Well, maybe not, Desiree Scott. Uh, side note, did you hear Canada just kind of sucks oh. right now and is not taking care of their 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 athletes? That's I, yeah, I'm shaking my head. For people oh. who are listening, I'm shaking my head over here because it's just frustrating. It's, yeah. You know, their revenue went up um, by a greater margin, uh, you know, over these past few years, and they don't want to pay them anymore. It's... And, and so did the Canadian men too, right? The whole federation made more money mm-hmm. and they're, you know, and they don't want to pay the players, man. It's in, in a world cup year in a world cup year. It's weird. Uh, so there's kind of a strike, right? A little bit of a, little bit of a dissension between the, the teams and the, and the organization. I don't know. I hope they get it figured out. I hope the players get what they deserve. You know, and if they don't, do you think they choose not to play the world cup? I th- I think they would play regardless, to be honest. You think so? You think I, they would cross the picket line? I, I think so, just because it happens every four years. You know, some of these might be the last run of, of like a Sinclair and Scott. And, but if you I, make I don't such know. a stand, you have to stay with it, man. You have to. When you cave, it's like, then you're not taken seriously ever again. I'm a caver. You're not. You're, <laughs> you're you can't a, cave, dude. You uh, have to. You have to question like social rules and stuff. You have to be a a questioner. I I just hope it doesn't come to that. You know, I hope they get it figured out. I don't know. It's it's fresh. It's frustrating that we're here at this point, right? Like again, we're having another podcast talking about players getting what they deserve. Yeah, and it's it's just it's frustrating. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on it, of course. But uh, things are not great. Yeah, in Canada. So yeah. Uh, shit, what are we doing? Are we boring people with this schedule stuff yet? What do you think? <laughs> what do we leave off at? May 26th, June 3rd, Houston Dash, NC Courage. Is that what we said? Yep. Meat, meat and potatoes. Yeah. Meat and potatoes of the sketch, man. Then you got a, got a little bit of a run coming up again. A little bit of a stretch from June 10th, June 18th, uh, with two regular season games. But right in the middle is a Challenge Cup game. Two of those three are at Children's Mercy Park. One, we have to go to O.L. Rain, which I'm like, eesh, scary. Uh, Challenge Cup game should be a bunny against Red Stars. I would hope that's a gimme. And then you got Washington Spirit to, on June 18th. Any storylines at that point in the season? Uh, I think at that point we're probably bouncing back from World Cup play. Or Actually, no, this is prior. Sorry, Sorry about yeah. that. Um. Yeah, again, it's just a little bit of the same thing. Like, we're going to know what we are, we're going to know who we are, um, and we're going to just have a better feel for the personnel we have on the field. Yeah. Um, I, I ex- you know, I don't want to be that guy, but, w- you know, with the exception of a few teams, on paper, we're better than most teams, right? Like, we should win these games. Should doesn't yeah. always happen, right? Anything can happen in soccer. But I think that at this point, you know, we should... In the standings, I would like to think we're sitting kind of pretty, right? You would hope so. Yeah, on paper, on things paper. look fine, but paper uh, can get crumbled and ripped and put on fire. So it's <laughs> so you just never know. You never know. Uh, in end of June, you got Orlando Pride again. Got to go down to Orlando. Uh, let's just kind of quick hit these here, really. You got to go to Portland July 1st. Never, never a good place to play. They, uh, you know, they, they, they draw quite the crowd. 
the organization is crap. We've talked many times how the Portland's organization is crap. And I think a lot of the fans, you know, do like some sort of silent protest all the time as if the organization cares. But uh, July 1st, man, Portland Timber for Portland Thorns, my bad. I feel I feel better about hopefully trying to get a victory when they come to Children's Mercy Park early in the season than I do when we're when they're in form and everything. Agreed. I completely agree. Yep. Uh, you go to Racing Louisville again, and that's the end of the regular season. Uh, then you break the end of that little stretch, and you break for the World Cup. But July 22nd, 29th, August 4th, three Challenge Cup games. So... And if if history is any indication, which it isn't, because it seems like teams they could do poorly the previous year, and then you would think that they're going to do poorly again. But they're you know they do really well, so you really can't tell on how they played last year, um, and kind of you know use that information to see how they're going to do this year. But just looking at who we're playing, I think we got to be sitting pretty good at this point. I don't know. I don't know what Washington Spirit are doing roster wise. I don't expect them to compete. You know, top five, but you never know. Um, Racing's a big unknown. Orlando, I don't see them doing something like that. Houston could could be a good team. Um, we're just gonna hit a lot of the middle middle ground teams, man. Um, games that we have to win. By the way, we can afford Correct. to drop the the OL rain games. We can afford to drop. Uh, points to to Portland. We can't drop points to Orlando, Louisville, you know, North Carolina, the teams we should beat. Right. I think this Challenge Cup break, though, uh, you know, the regular season break, excuse me, is it comes at a decent time, and there are two things to keep an eye on since they still got to play these Challenge Cup games while the World Cup's going on. One, it's either going to suck because we're going to have an exhausted team with maybe injuries, knock on wood, you don't know. Or it could be amazing that we get to stay in form and play these Challenge Cup games and continue to get better. Time will tell on that one. We've seen it go both ways uh, in all leagues before, you know, so hopefully we can just stay stay the course. And I think if you ask anybody, you look on paper at our roster, we probably have the most depth of, of any team. I really believe that. You take a look yeah. at like the OL Reign. I mean, they have a great team, but I don't know if their depth is there. Um, you know, they have a lot of national team players too. So if they have any lead up, just kind of you know, easy games, like those players are going to be called up. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a few players called up, but we have a lot that are kind of on that cusp that are good enough to be called up, but just don't quite make the cut. And I think that's going to benefit us this season probably more than any other team, if that makes yeah. sense. Well. Absolutely. And coming back from the World Cup break, we get to invite O.L. Rain to our house. So that'll be, that's a good one to come back to regular season play. You know, Megan Rapino whipping in those crosses that are just dangerous as all get out. Never liked it. Every time she got behind a corner kick, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. And, And you know what? At this point, what, this is August 18th, right? I mean, if we're going to the finals, of the World Cup, we're still playing, right? Well, let me pull up April 18th. Oh, August she's in? Okay. Sorry, August, yeah. No, I'm making a joke on myself. Ugh. I suck at calendars. Uh, Yeah, man, and then... So that there may be, the, if the U.S. is in the, around the finals, they may, they may be gone. These national team players 
Orlando has a lot of them. I'm sorry, not Orlando. Oh, well, Rain have a lot of them. True. Uh, That'd be a nice way to catch them for a nice time. Squad, yeah. I like that. You hate to you hate to hope for something like that, but uh, we'll take it. <laughs> You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. So uh, then you got to go back down to Houston, birth, and then uh, Angel City comes home. I think that's a that's a good one, man, because Angel City has players that will draw a crowd in Kansas City as well. We we all know how that goes. Sometimes people, you know, the casuals, the neutrals come to see an Alex Morgan, uh, a Sidney LaRue, will you? Um, Christine Press. Yeah, Chris, Christine? Is that how it's said? Is it? I thought it was Kristen Press. Uh, Kristen Press, yeah. Are you sure? Looking it up right now. You're like, no, I'm not sure. I just always say, I don't know, I just always say Press, and I just... Yeah, okay. Well, I just found out that it's not pronounced Rihanna. It's actually Rihanna. Did you know that? I did not. I I heard that somewhere, and I was like, I don't care enough to look that up, but uh, I, you've convinced me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, huh? Oh no, I was just gonna say Angel City. That they're just they play tough. Like they're always gonna be in the game. Like they may yeah. not be up, but they're gonna be. They're just they're a tough team. They're just a gritty team. And last year, I think we split with them. So, you know, I think it's a team that we would like to distance ourselves from um, in terms of competition. But they're going to be a tough team. Well, and at least we get, after that game, a little little week off. Because okay. we, then we go to San Diego two weeks after that. Snapdragon Stadium, one of the coolest names for a stadium I've ever heard of. That's pretty cool. And uh, I... I I think that that week off is going to be crucial, man, because right after that we get another week off after that after the San Diego game. Why is this? Are these going to be potential Challenge Cup uh, knockout games that are, that are slotted into those weeks off? They could be. Okay. They, they, yeah, they very well could be. Because um, it feels weird to have a week off in between two games back to back like that. Yeah. Okay. Well. Our home season, our home, uh, home season finale is against Chicago Red Stars, October 7th. Bring them to town. Hopefully a bloodbath. I'm looking at these last five games. So I'm looking down the stretch, right? 
uh, you know, for the first time, we're going to have a decision day. I'm doing air quotes over here. We don't know if that's what they're going to call it, but it's effectively they're all going to play at the same time. We're going to see who finishes where. Um, but leading up to that, I want to see if we're, are we going to be in a good spot to make a, a, a nice final run. Like these last five games, Angel City, which could be which, which will be tough. San Diego will be tough. Washington Spirit in Chicago, I don't think they'll be that bad. But Gotham is that big unknown right now. They did a lot of retooling with their roster. We don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to be like. So that could either be a game that we should win or something a lot more competitive than what we're hoping for. Yeah. Three of the last five are very challenging. Um, you hate to drop points at the very end, which might have to do with seeding or maybe locking up a, a first-round bye in the playoffs. Cold playoff game. We'd like to see that. Yeah. We'll just uh, keep eyes on those last five games, people. That's a good point, man. So, we did it. We made it through. That regular season decision day, October 15th against Gotham. Um, what's... I'm excited, man. It's it's coming up real soon. Just a little over a month. Quicker than we know it. Like it'll be here before we're um players are, you know, we should start to see a little bit more what our roster's gonna look like in terms of who's gonna earn contracts, like what rookies are gonna, you know, make the team. Um mm-hmm. there's still a lot we kinda don't know on those last, you know, few spots that the players are battling it out for. Yeah. Um and they're training right now, so hopefully and- we'll We'll have some something there. Well, I think mark your calendars. I think we got some USWNT this week, don't we? Yeah, I think so. Isn't that? Uh, I think there's a game tonight, at least on my calendar, uh, versus Canada down in Orlando, Florida. So that's cool. Watch a, a maybe. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see AD there or not. But at least watch the game because why wouldn't you watch the game? Um, when do they play again after that? Not till uh not till the following week, right? right. Yeah. Following Wednesday. Uh against against Brazil, man. Oof. So why wouldn't you watch that game with uh Dabinia on there and A D France on the other side? I think that sounds like a hell of a time. So I got a fun little agree, and I got a fun little statistic for you. Um s- Somebody on Twitter, Allison Gale, I want to make sure she gets credit for this. Um, but she put together a chart uh, for quick turnarounds um, in terms of uh, the current have six games where we have three to four days rest. Uh, five games where we have five to six days rest. And 16 games where we have seven plus days rest. Okay. Um, that's, that's middle of the pack. So we're not on any extreme one side or another. Um, as a comparison, Orlando Pride have nine games on three to four days rest. The Portland Thorns Thorns have three days on three to four days rest, and it just kind of varies. But uh, the current are kind of in the middle of that pack, so um, that was kind of cool and worth mentioning. That is worth mentioning. That is cool. I like that a lot. Um, that'll be it's it's helpful, man. It's helpful to have those kinds of things. Cool. But how how you feeling about uh? But just overall about this schedule, feeling pretty good? Eh, it feels as good as it can be, I guess. Uh, a fun one will be to, to I think it'll be cool to play Louisville back-to-back, you know. Uh, is it going to be a revenge-type situation for one team, or will, will one team sweep the other team? Uh, it's just always kind of a fun one when, when things work out like that. 
I'm interest, interested to see how teams handle the challenge challenge cup in season, right? We haven't seen that before. Um, you know, I, I know I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but depth is going to be so crucial. Uh, you know, I, I'll put our depth up against anybody's. Um, and I'm really excited to see some of these younger players get some, some time. Yeah. No, hundred percent, man. Well, look at that. We filled up a whole show with a schedule and I didn't even, uh, I didn't know if we'd do it. Well, I just, I'm proud of you. I mean, okay. yeah, a few technology snafus, but uh, you made it yeah. through, sir. Well, because I'm at the house with the good internet right now. So, what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, cool, man. What? Uh, anything else? You want to pronounce Hana Glass or anything like that? We anything else? Uh, no, I will. I will not uh, attempt to okay. pronounce that. Um, but just looking forward to seeing what kind of news we have next week, man. Um, yeah, s- some stuff is bound to pop up. Bound to pop up. Appreciate you guys letting us gush a little bit about the Super Bowl. That was definitely a fun game to watch if you were any kind of football fan at all. Uh, or a good fan, good game for neutrals. Uh, let me ask you this. Was that a holding call at the end of the game like that? Yes. Yeah. What's everyone saying it's not? What was that? He grabbed his jersey. Well, how's that not a holding call? He held him when he went to turn up field. Uh, that's that's a whole. Even if it, it happened early in the play. Yeah. It, but it altered it his route. Yeah, it altered his route. Um, you know, it's it was a holding call. He admitted it. Yeah. Uh, he even admitted it. How are analysts like, no, it's not holding. You don't call that. And it's like, what do you mean you don't call that? It's not like an umpire gets a bigger strike zone towards the end of a game or a smaller strike zone. No, you stay consistent. You call it because it is what it is. It, could you imagine if that had not been called? You know, it would have been. Yeah. He just held a guy who was making his his break up the field. Yeah. You know, it's, it was a holding call. I mean, it was holding. Yeah. It had to get your, had to get your take on that. Everyone seems to be split on this thing. And I'm like, I don't really get it. It seriously, a lot of people are split just as much as the, is this a blue or a gold dress? Like everyone's, <laughs> everyone's got a freaking opinion. And I'm like, I guess I don't understand the rules. If you're saying that you can just be relaxed on penalties and stuff. No, that's not holding. Nah, that's not pass interference. Not not with five minutes left in the game. You can't call that. What? The, the commentator was, he was like, oh, that's kind of ticky-tack. I wouldn't call that. But then the the rules analyst, whoever they phoned right in or brought in immediately, yeah. was like, yeah, he clearly held him at the beginning. You know, uh, That's ticky-tack. I wouldn't call that. Well, that's why you're in the booth, jabroni. That's why you announce the game and give your commentary that we, for some reason, care about. I'd much rather put their asses on mute and unmuted for commercials, I tell you that. Let me ask you a question. If the rule was reversed and it was the Kansas City defender who did that, would you think that was a holding? Yeah, not holding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know. I if I saw if I saw the jersey pull, I think I'd be like, Well, that's unfortunate. I've never been a guy that's like, you can't call about that late in the game because I umpired baseball, man. I know that you can't get a bigger strike zone because you want to go home early or some shit. Like, you can't. You have to stay consistent and call it what it is. I'd be sad, and I'd probably bitch at the TV and then see the review over and over and over and say, okay, he tugged his jersey. What are you going to do? And let's not act like, you know, there's the chance that wouldn't have even altered the outcome of the game. It wasn't like it was, you know, third and 20 in their, you know, in Chiefs territory, right? Like, it, it, it changed about 40 seconds. Well, it was a tale of two halves, and we won yeah. the second half. So, but you know what? They allowed twenty-eight points in the second half. You know, uh, yeah. Bye, Eagles. Bye. Yep. That's how it is, man. Exactly. 
Well, cool. Guys, thanks for tuning in and letting us talk uh, football of two different kinds. And uh, we'll catch you next week for sure. You want to follow us online at no other pod at Dan Couser at Chris Wright 21 Instagram as well. Uh, no other pod at gmail.com for an email. Um, what else we got, man? You got anything else for the good peeps? Um, no, just enjoy your victory. Uh, Chiefs fans. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Say it. Take you as a fan, bro. We'll take, okay. We'll talk about this. I'll, I'll, I'll whine and dine you. All right, uh, folks. Thanks so much. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.